End your night with a nice cup of chai and listen to my opinions about life. Welcome to A Peek Into My Mind. I am your host, China Price. Thank you, everybody, for turning in, turning, for tuning in episode number four. Before I get into today's topic, my podcast is going to be a monthly podcast. Uh, just to clarify, I will be posting one one episode per month until everything on my home front is situated and ironed out nice and pretty to the point where I can do it bi-weekly, like I originally wanted to do. But I don't want to put out something that's my heart isn't in it and I don't want to rush my, uh, myself and not just do, I don't want to like just push it out and it not be good or me not fully stand by it. And then I don't want to just not record because I like doing it. So right now it's just monthly. I just want to put that out there. And thank you guys for the support. And if, and right now it would be it's going to be monthly on the Mondays or Tuesdays, unless well nah well when the world is on my side again and I change the date, like well not the date the day of when I do post, it will be announced on my Instagram, which is at thoughts by chai that would be that is going to be linked below along with my poetry book if you guys are feeling sweet and kind and feel like spending money (laughs) so today i want to talk about young adulthood and everything involving it this is i feel like this is like my last year of being a young adult i mean i feel like when my mind after 25 or when i turned 25 in June that's like super adult and then when I turn 30 that's like the that's like ultimate like adulthood right that's just how I mentally deal with life because it sounds fun but I really want to talk about being being a young adult and everything in that just because the stereotype this the stereotypes for your young adulthood has hasn't died or gone away it's 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 only been revised and filled with more bullshit on how we are supposed to be acting when we are certain when we are in a certain age range and as someone that does not fit into the stereotypes I feel I know what it feels like to feel like you don't belong or if you aren't or to feel as if you aren't fully living your best life because you aren't doing what the internet or with the world or even or even what your peers are telling you to to do but just to put that out, just to put this out there right now, do what fits do what fits your lifestyle better, and not everybody is meant to live the same life because if so, life would be boring. But the first topic I want to talk about when it comes to involving young adulthood is the involvements of your parents, and I'm gonna talk about two two I guess subtopics in this. Uh, when it comes to living with your parents and then just the involvement of parents of your parents when you are on your own and grown because I feel like there's I feel like some people assume that when you're grown your parents still help you or some people that that isn't the case and they don't understand or they look down or judge people if, if their parents don't help them after they are you know, on their own or independent or, you know what I'm saying? And I, that, I don't like that whole little hoopla. And I also don't feel like people should be looked down upon if they still do stay with their parents. But if you, 
if you feel if you don't want if you don't want to deal with someone on a certain level because they stay with their parents i understand that but i'm gonna get into all of that because that that part falls into section number two <laughs> but anyway so the first thing that i want to discuss is uh when you are staying with your parents most people at least okay for the people that stay with your for the people that stay at home especially if you are between 18 and 19 years old 20 there's nothing wrong with staying at home with your parents if you unless you were raised to be hella independent or unless you have a job where you can financially you know support yourself or unless it is a chaotic house excuse me unless it is a chaotic a, a living situation and you feel like the best option is to leave then that is all okay you know what I mean like there's no I don't shame teenagers because that's what I mean my sister's 20 and I still call her and I still call her a teenager but I don't I don't shame teenagers for still staying at home I honestly don't shame anybody for still staying at home unless mm, depending on certain s s situations I have my opinions on but for the most part 18 to 20 you're still a kid at the end of the day you're still a baby you I feel like when you turn 18, you just start all over again at life, but you're grown and you have a lot more responsibilities and you do a lot more legally now. And so that's the only difference. So when your parents, so if you still stay at home and you're 18, 20, and even if you're older than that, do you boo? But specifically though, I know a lot of people when I was, um, cause a lot, a lot of people, uh, they were seniors at 18. I was, you know, still 17 cause I'm some baby. But at that time, I know a lot of people were like, raw like in a rush to leave the, the to, 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 that like a lot of people like they were in like a rush because when you're 18 you feel like you, you know everything you feel like you got it all planned out you, you feel like no matter what happens it's go on and go you your way because that because that is the mind of 18 because mm, <laughs> because that is a mind of an 18 year old and there's the that that's just life at the end of the day like but you don't know everything at 18 or 19 or 20. I mean, you never know everything. There's endless of education and you can learn something new, new every day. But especially at 18, 19, you don't know everything. So there's nothing wrong with with listening to your parents when you're that young or staying at home until you take time to figure out what's next for you at all. But please understand this. Not everybody has that luxury. The stereotype at least for my generation especially is that a lot of us are staying at home and being lazy and i mean a lot of a lot of people in my generation aren't 18 anymore but i know back then when we were 18 that was kind of a big thing and i know a lot of our parents they were raised and yeah because my dad was born like this like the like the late 70s so i know his generation of people they were raised to what well, they're raised that when you're 18 you know like you're grown you know my dad he kind of he pushed that same narrative but in a way that instead of living at home for free i had to pay bills at 18. so we can't we we can't assume that everybody has the same experience of dealing with their parents their, ooh, what was that what was that word parents their parents <laughs> We can't assume that everybody has the same experience of dealing with their parents at 18, 19, or just throughout their whole young adulthood in general. So when it comes to that aspect, if you are someone that has had the that has had the luxury of 
still staying at home and still being financially and just being supported by your parents 110%, that is cool, but respect and understand or just open up like your mind to hearing people that weren't or that didn't have that same type of a, a benefit because it is a benefit because it's not that's not an everyday situation especially in my community as well the black community it is very it is definitely heavily pushed that when you are 18 that you are grown and it is ju- uh, ju- justifiable it is justified if your parents toss you out on the street because you are legally grown so that is the first topic of parents. The next topic I want to discuss is dating. Dating in general it has completely changed in ways that is interesting and crazy. But I'm going to get into discussion about that. When I was reading this article, the first thing that popped well, one of the top four things that popped up was it was about dating. And it's this thing that everybody in their 20s just doesn't have morals and everybody's just uh, looking to just be irresponsible, (laughs) which isn't the case. There's nothing wrong with you being, you know, 19 and having standards. There's nothing wrong with you being uh, 22 and having standards. There's nothing wrong with you being a man that has standards and a woman or whatever you identify as that that doesn't. There's nothing wrong with these standards as long as they aren't superficial. But on the other side, it's not okay for people to feel like they have to carry a certain image to fit into their peers because that is what the world has kind of, you know, put in the air that you know we're just supposed to be just excusing my language that we're just supposed to be out here fucking and doing dumb stuff you know and i'm not saying kids are a mistake but having kids or multiple kids because women cannot have nine kids in a year that's a man thing so having multiple kids in a year or just having you know a mo- a mo- just having a multiple kids i know people hate i know people hate the term uh, broken home but that is a broken home you know, I'm I'm from look at the end of the day. My, my parents, my dad and mom did not live in the same home, so I'm from a broken home. Regardless of the fact that my dad married later on, that's a broken home. You know, so when so now it's gotten to the point, it's crazy. So back in the day, back in like the early day, because I'm a history nerd. So back in the day, you know, um, like when everybody was just out here fucking raw. <laughs> Like, I mean, like, the 80s, 90s, when, when like, AIDS was, like, rapid and everybody thought that, that you could only catch AIDS if you were gay. That's how, that's how far we've came. And we haven't came that far. Um, but back then, it was, it was, it was as almost, people were a lot more precautious. And then when I was a teenager, I know teen pregnancy especially, it was shamed upon. So, it, but it baffles me how we got to this point right now. Where those same teens that were, you know, dude, we were ashamed into having, well, not into having sex, but but like, but like we were ashamed about having sex. It was it was like not a good thing, and and then then like you know, my dad he raised me a certain way, like, and then like, it's crazy dating in this day and age, and then not fitting the hypersexual norms of of society 
it, it, it's wild. But at the end of the day, not everybody that is young, you know, and I mean, between the ages of 18 and hell, I'm going to say up to 29, because after that, that's when, you know, doctors stop recommending, that's when like high risk, you know, pregnancy diseases are more happening. But any it's 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 mind boggling that we shame people nowadays. We're honestly just taking age out of this whole topic. We we shame people nowadays if they are not promiscuous and hypersexual. But yet we don't. But 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 yet in the same hand, you know we say, oh man, why aren't like how can I say this? We shame people for for not being. Uh, a certain way but yet expect for them to also be uh what is the word i don't want to say professional but how can i say this basically like you can't eat your cake and have it too and like you can't you can't treat everybody the same because not everybody is the same and I hope that when my nephews and nieces are in their 20s that this isn't the same thing that is pushed on them. But not everybody that is a, that, that is a young adult has to be out here thotting and bopping. And if you aren't, that's okay. And even if you are, if you're being safe about it, then that's okay too. Just I feel like that whole stereotype and the whole shame that comes with it if you aren't a part of the promiscuity the the promiscuity of it that needs to die out because at the end of the day regardless of you if you decide that you want to find your forever at 19 and you, you find them that's cool but if you you know decide that at 19 you want to test out the the waters that that's okay just we need to kill this whole weird hoopla about how someone should be dating and how active, especially how sexually active someone should be at a certain age. No, because you aren't a prude if you wait, and and you aren't a hoe if you have seen everybody. As long as as long as everybody's out here getting tested and being r- responsible, it really shouldn't even matter. But it does, and I just personally want that whole thing to end because it makes everybody uncomfortable, even the people that are sexually active. This stuff makes them offensive. It, well, they have a habit of becoming offensive because it is, they feel that people that aren't are attacking them. When in reality, it's nobody's business. That is that that is the whole topic. That is how I'm going to end it <laughs> when it comes to dating and your twenties and just being out there. Do you and do what you do you and do what you, you feel is best. But don't judge people or don't shame people into behaving a certain way to benefit yourself because that makes you trash. The next topic I want I want to talk about is li- living on your own. Living on your own is a big experience and a big responsibility that I feel like a lot of people don't realize or don't fully comprehend until they're in. Do you remember me stating that at 18 there are some people that rush out and move out and rawr and then that's it. That's not it. <laughs> I moved out of my parents' house when I was 22, but I just, like, I was freshly, like, a couple months into being 22. 
So, but even then, I moved in with two of my older brothers. So, I didn't actually move out and completely get my own place until I was, until I was 22. So, I, I didn't live with my brothers for long. <laughs> but I didn't realize how much responsibility it was. At that time, that I was, that I even got my first apartment. I was just kind of like, I can't do this anymore. I need to be alone. I just need... I was just ready for that next step in my life because moving out on your own is a big step in your life, especially if you were doing it on your own and financially on your own. I mean, and it's purely this is some you shit. I mean, like your friends are going to help. Well, like your, your your friends and family, they might help you move in. But as for the the financial backing, that is fully you. Finding the apartment, that is you. Like Like you might take someone with you to get their opinion. But that final opinion is all on you. And there is no rush for people that, like, I think I already said this, but I don't, most people, especially nowadays, don't really move out of, don't really move out of their parents' house until they are forced or until they can, or until they can financially afford to, or their living situation is not the best for their mental state. And they leave, which sometimes your family can do that to you because because it'd be like that sometimes. But with that being said, there is a lot of responsibility that comes into moving out, out on your own. You have to, I know for a lot of people, the first time that they rent, they might have to pay double the deposit. Now, my so my deposit for my first apartment was over a thousand dollars. And then I also had to pay like that first month's rent. So I paid about 1500 before I moved into my apartment before I moved into my apartment before I even I saw the wooden floors once and then (laughs) I had to pay 1500 out of my pocket within like two weeks I had to I was blessed for my job at the time but so it's a lot you spend over two two thousand dollars just moving in to your apartment and most people don't have their furniture their the uh, right away which is cool because I did and a lot of my furniture in my in my first apartment was a bunch of hand-me-downs which I appreciated I didn't really even start getting new furniture or just really getting into like designing or decorating my apartment until my second apartment which is the one I'm in now which I'm in love with um at the moment <laughs> but there's also you know, unless you, unless your parents already had you paying bills at an early age, and I mean early as of when you were 18, 19, so staying at your parents' house, or unless they put bills in your name, you, the whole aspect of paying bills might be a new concept for you, and you don't really realize how much you aren't getting paid. I mean, you, you don't realize how much money it really costs to really be on your own. And that doesn't even include the people that move out on their own and they already have kids or a whole other person, meaning like they're partnered with them. Because that's more. And having someone live with you can either hinder you or cost you more money. But you don't know that until you live out on your own. Now, when it comes to, there's always, there's always been this like hurrah of like when you should move out. Move out when you are ready, but... I mean, when you feel ready, as in, like, your soul is ready. And when you can financially at least afford your first month's rent and double the deposit, especially if it is your first time moving out on your own or just moving in general and getting something in your name. This is just a friendly advisory. 
But don't feel pressured to move out on your own if you don't feel like it. But not feel like it. If you aren't forced to, if your parents are still allowing you to stay at their house, I mean, then do you. Now, if you strive for independence and really want to, you know, I don't want to say like you aren't grown, but you still, but you really aren't. Like you are, but you aren't. Like you're, people, this, this is just for me. For me, people that still stay at home don't fully understand everything that people that live on their own go through and this is someone that has done both because even back when i was still staying at my parents house yeah i was paying bills and stuff but i wasn't paying nearly half the amount of bills that i pay now so it's a big mind thing it's a big mind fuck and it's it's a good one but it's a crazy one so don't rush it but don't don't stay comfortable neither because that can also be a thing do it when you feel is best but don't feel as if you have to to compete and be on the same level as everybody else around you because everybody goes at their own pace. It doesn't make you less of a person or less of an individual if you still stay at home. Just be aware that some people may not fully understand or comprehend depending on how old you are or as you get older and you decide just to stay at home. And But I am someone of the mindset that, like I said, do you, but just to tag that on to dating, because I know that was the last little thing that I talked about, there's nothing wrong with people that don't date people, though, that's, that still stay at home, because there's a different level of privacy of living at, in your own place that you don't get at home. I don't care how, how big your house is, how close you and your mom are, how close you and like your dad are, at some point, unless you were fully in a... Unless you and your parents are like, I don't know, I'm, best friends is different. It's not even the right term. As long as if y'all are like two peas in a pot, I mean, like y'all been boiling in that pot together for forever, and privacy just does not bother you. At some point, you're going to want privacy, and some people might not date you because you still stay at home. I know it just for for me personally, just and just other uh, a woman that I hang out around with. There's nothing wrong with having roommates, but at some point you have to grow up and get in your own place that is a, that's a stamp or a, like a big hurrah for growing up. Because regardless of how stressful and new it is to moving into your own place, it is very exciting. And I mean, you get to watch, I mean, it's dope. I, I personally, I love moving out on my own. It was crazy. I don't, I, didn't, I wasn't upset at all. Even like the money aspect, yeah, I just talked about spending over fifteen hundred dollars, but I I had my own, I had my first home. It was my first forever home. This is now my second forever home, and I I love them both equally. And you get to create memories in your own apartment or townhouse or house, or whatever your own place, because it's a different step in individuality. But people might not date you or deal with you if you still stay at home. But that's all about who you are talking to. But I just want to put that out there because I feel like we be forgetting that. <laughs> like we, we do. We, we like we forget that aspect that you know it matters to some people at the end of the day. Like because privacy at the end of the day, privacy, privacy, privacy. When you either have roommates or live with yourself, that's not your parents or someone that is related to you. There's a different level of privacy 
that is there or that you can just build boundaries with that's easier it's harder to build boundaries with your parents than it is either your sibling brother or yourself so while moving out can be crazy can be intense it is amazing but if you don't move out until you're 30 do you i was raised very differently and i lived in a very interesting household where i knew it was just time for me to go so i have thrived and blossomed since living on my own but i know some people that their biggest fear is you know taking that next step but i feel like it's a necessary step regardless of when you do decide to take that step but that is the that, that's the last thing i want to talk about really when it comes to moving out on your own because it's all about when you're ready and a sense of individuality but just another just 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 to put this back out there before you move out on your own definitely have a first aid kit uh have double the deposit in your first month's rent even if they don't ask for double the deposit just have it because you, you look better to them as like people as like uh landlords they just like oh, okay and they might not make you pay if it is your first time but it depends on who you were going through i still had to pay and i was ready and so don't so it but anyway so have a so have a first aid kit. Make sure that you have your first month's rent and double the deposit because every apartment, especially if it is especially if it is an apartment complex, they're going to ask for a deposit. Um, and you know just don't look at it as a as a oh man I have to do it situation. Look at it as a new journey and a new sense of direction in life for you. But then that is it. So the next topic that I want to discuss when it comes to being in your 20s is career choices and everything about that. Careers, jobs, and trying to find out what financial opportunity fits you or where you want to go with your life. There's nothing wrong with not knowing, and there's nothing wrong with trying out the different job opportunities to figure out what what fits you best. But at some point, you have to know that you have to find something that does fit you, that you can stay in, and at least find stability in. There is... People like to say that young adults don't know what they're doing, and we don't. We don't know what we're doing. But we, <laughs> we, well, I mean, we don't like because especially if we don't have any guidance or if we just don't know within ourselves. I look at finding a job or a career a lot more serious than I did at eighteen than I do now. So when I was eighteen, I I went to college for something I didn't even really have the heart to do. I did it to appease the adults in my life. And because I felt like that was what they wanted me, me, me to do versus what my heart was telling me to do. Which is the case that I'm finding out a lot of people do when they're that young, when they're 18, 19. So take time. I tell my younger cousins and sisters and brothers this all the time. Regardless of the career that you decide on, take time to make sure it's what you want to do and not what everybody's telling you to do. And, like I said, if you need to trial and error a couple of jobs out, that is okay. But at some point, you do have to have a real conversation with yourself and put and figure out what you want to do and stick to it. 
Because either way, a lot of people tend to quit jobs or don't tend to stay with them because they're too hard in the beginning. But everything is too hard in the beginning if you've never done it before. And there's this air about when we're young that we um, just don't have a brain and we don't have common sense. But regardless of the fact, regardless of what you do, make sure that you are doing it only for you. And if you decide to think outside the norm and just go outside of the box, especially if you, especially if you are a person that looks like me and you decide to go out of that box that the world, has, society has put us in, go outside of it. But you need to believe in it and stick to it and find people that can support you in whatever career that you decide to do. But also, if you decide to do that career and it does not work out for you, suck up that pride and find something else also. That is all I have to say about careers in general, because we're still figuring it out. I mean, I know what I want to do long term, but as for what's helping me pay my bills, I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> or, I don't want to say I'm figuring it out. I don't want to say I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring out ways to make my dreams come true, so I have to find something that is stable, that fits my lifestyle. And I feel like that's what we all need to focus on and worry about doing. That is that is it when it comes to the careers. The last and final topic I want to talk about, being your own definition or becoming your own definition of living in your 20s. Overall, throughout me talking for the past 30 minutes on this podcast, <laughs> I've talked about the stereotypes and the ways that people perceive us to act a certain way, and I've talked about, you know what I mean, I've really dug deep, but regardless of your age, regardless of what everybody is telling you what you should do or how you should be acting, do what fits you best. For the longest time, I felt like I wasn't living my used to my best life because I put my career and work first or the or this I have I've especially done in these last three going into four years you know so when I come across from my own age they kind of unless they know me or they know unless they're on the same level as me I mean I get I get treated and looked uh, differently but that's just because my definitions and my point of view my viewpoint and perspective of being right now I'm 24 so we're gonna do that my point of view and perspective of being 24 is doing whatever makes me feel comfortable and best so if that means me spending hours writing versus me going out which we're in a pandemic anyway so what but even if we take away the world crisis, I would probably still be doing this. Fact. Pretty sure. So just do what fits you best when it, whether this is whether you are 18, 20, 22, and up, whatever. Just do what fits you best. And there's nothing wrong about getting your life together before you're 30. I feel like we have all been brain, uh, brainwashed that we have to get our lives straight at 30 or, you know, we have wasted our lives away if we didn't accomplish X, Y, and Z at 30. I used to think that way, so I definitely know it's a thing, but that's not the case. Just at the end of the day in life, in life in general, especially in the baby stages of life, which is your 20s, 
do what fits you best. Just be open to hearing everybody around you, but choose which voices to take to heart. And either way, make sure that your that your voice is the loudest out of all of them, because that is the voice that you should always follow. But that is it for tonight, or today, and for the rest of the month. Happy New Year, everybody! Thank you guys that have been listening to my podcast. As for ways to find me, my Instagram is the best way to reach me. So I'm gonna link, I'm gonna leave that link below and my email. And my book, because I am a poet at the day. Writing makes me happy, so that's if you guys want to show some love to that. My book is available on hardback, paperback, and ebook. As of today, I will be with the blessings that all three platforms are available. So, with that being said, I will see y'all next month and have a great rest of January. Until next time, bye. Stay black, beautiful, and blessed.